It all began with the unexpected arrival of an angel to a young, innocent, godly woman who was full of God's grace. He came to her to speak with her about God's will and God's intention for her and the human race. He came seeking a particular response from her to that divine will and plan. And before he took his leave from her, the woman had given her response. A response that changed everything for the human race. A response which was the beginning of something entirely new for her and for every single human being. But not every beginning is good. And this beginning was certainly not good at all. In fact, it was disastrous. For her response was a definitive no to God's will and plan. The woman was Eve, and the angel was the foul, fiendish, fallen angel, Lucifer, the devil. He had invited and encouraged her to rebel against the Lord and his will and command. He had encouraged her to imitate him in his great defiant shout, Non serviam, I will not serve, I will not obey. And as his disobedient response to God in heaven brought disaster to himself and many of his fellow now fallen angels, so her response to God on earth and that of her husband Adam wrought havoc on the entire human race. So now we arrive at the Annunciation when the angel Gabriel is sent by God to invite a young innocent woman who is full of grace to cooperate by her response in his will and plan for the human race. And her response is a firm yes. Fiat mihi secundum verbum tuum. Let it be done unto me according to thy word. And that response is the beginning of something entirely new and transformative for every single human being who has ever lived or ever will live. Saint Irenaeus, a bishop of the second century, testifies that even in those early years of Christianity, the church had seen in Mary's yes at the Annunciation a sort of overturning of Eve's no in the garden. The knot of Eve's disobedience, he says, was untied by the obedience of Mary. What the Virgin Eve bound by her unbelief, the Virgin Mary loosened by her faith. Whereas Eve's no to the Lord, her unwillingness to believe in and obey God's way, became a gateway for sin, death and damnation to enter into the human story. Mary's faith-filled yes became the privileged doorway for God himself to step through into human history as Jesus Christ, the one who had come to conquer and do away with sin and death and open up for us the way of salvation. The quotation from the writings of St. Irenaeus about Our Lady undoing the knot tied by Eve gave rise to a devotion in Germany centred around the painting by an artist 
Johann Melchior Schmittner about the year 1700. In the painting, the Blessed Virgin is depicted as undoing all the knots in a long piece of ribbon, which symbolizes all the knots of sin and disobedience from the first knot in the garden to the very last one before the end of time. But the actual painting has a very interesting origin story. A German married couple, Wolfgang and Sophie, were having severe marital problems and were on the brink of splitting up. Wolfgang, distraught at the situation, went for some spiritual advice and prayer to a Jesuit priest. After several sessions together in which he and the priest prayed to the Blessed Virgin for help to save this marriage from imminent disaster, they met for one last time on September 28, 1615. This time Wolfgang brought to the priest the ribbon which was used in their wedding ceremony, a tradition whereby a white ribbon was wrapped around the couple's hands after they had exchanged their vows as a symbol of their being bound together in the sacrament of holy matrimony. The ribbon was by now knotted and faded. The priest, Father Jacob, took the ribbon from Wolfgang and as they prayed he lifted it up before an image of Our Lady asking her to undo the knots that were threatening Wolfgang's marriage to Sophie. Immediately and miraculously before their eyes the ribbon became gleaming white again and the knots and twists in it were completely dissolved and untangled. Soon after Wolfgang and Sophie reconciled and lived once again a happy married life together. Years later, their grandson became a priest, and in honour of Our Lady's intervention in his grandparents' marriage, he commissioned Johann Schmittner to paint a representation of the event. In the painting, which to this day can be seen in a church in Bavaria, an angel presents to Our Lady a ribbon, all knotted and twisted, and she feeds it through her fingers, undoing the knots and passing the now perfect ribbon to an angel who seems to be passing it back to those who are viewing the painting. Pope Francis saw this painting while he was living in Germany, studying there in the 1980s, and he brought back this devotion to his native Argentina, and when he became Pope, he widened the awareness of this devotion to the whole church. So this image and devotion is rooted in Our Lady's intervention and intercession for a married couple. And I am certain that so many couples may well have difficulties, misunderstandings and sin threatening their marriage bond. How wonderful if those spouses were to take up this devotion of Our Lady on doer of knots. And why would we limit it to the knots within marriage? Don't we all have knots and entanglements which afflict us in our lives, problems which seem so big we don't know where to even begin to unravel them? Today we celebrate Mary's Yes to the Lord, the Annunciation, which is the beginning of the undoing of the great knot of sin 
which entangles the whole human race. Her yes allowed God's powerful and liberating intervention to take hold in the life of the human race. Her yes was a generous acquiescence to God's will and plan to unbind the human race from the chains of sin and undo the knot of our disobedience and rebellion against God. And God's generosity knows no limits and can never be outdone. Because of that generous yes of the Blessed Virgin, the Lord will refuse her nothing she asks, for she refused him nothing. So I encourage you today, especially on this solemnity of the Annunciation, to seek the intercession of Our Lady, undoer of knots. Bring to her the twisted and knotted parts of your life, those problems and obstacles which seem seem insurmountable. Today, let them pass through her hands as her rosary beads pass through yours. And you might well find that as each bead passes through your fingers, one more of the knots in your life will pass through hers and emerge undone, unbound and made new. I want to finish with one of the prayers of the Novena to Our Lady Undoer of Knots. And I now invite you to pray it with me, placing the most difficult situation ongoing in your life right now, something which seems beyond remedy. Place it into her hands. Together, let us pray. Mary, Mother to whom God entrusted the undoing of the knots in the lives of his children, I entrust into your hands the ribbon of my life. No one, not, evil, not even the evil one himself, can take it away from your precious care. In your hands there is no knot that cannot be undone. Powerful Mother, by your grace and intercessory power, with your Son and my Liberator Jesus, take into your hands today this knot. Our Lady, undoer of knots, pray for us. 